0: Welcome to Lipstick Bitties, a beauty podcast. I'm your host, Atlanta makeup artist and content creator, Rachel Rose Mazza. I created this podcast to have unfiltered conversations about all things beauty. We're chilling with my friends and colleagues from all over the world in all different walks of life. This goes way beyond the glossy facade of social media. Sometimes we don't get to know the personalities behind the people who create with their heart and soul. I'm talking to everyone from pro makeup artists to beauty enthusiasts, from influencers to entrepreneurs and everyone in between. Lipstick Bitties is a community we're building that is truly interactive with you listeners. So if you're someone who wants to learn some shit, get inspired and have a good ass time, this podcast is for you. Who are the faces behind the faces? Keep listening to find out. Hello, biddies. Welcome back to the Lipstick Biddies podcast. I'm sure we have some new biddies here. Hello. Welcome to the party. Welcome. I'm so excited to have you here and welcome back to my OG biddies. I love the fuck out of you all. Um, we are celebrating so much right now on Lipstick Biddies. It is exactly one year ago that we had our very first Lipstick Biddies episode, which was then known as the Dirty South Makeup Podcast. As you may have known, if you've been with me for a while, we started this podcast. I started it with my friend Mickey Bush. You you can follow her on Instagram at Mickey Bush. She and I started this podcast together and we called it the Dirty South Makeup Podcast. And after about six episodes, we decided that I was going to take over and make it my own. And about four months in is when we became Lipstick Bitties, maybe longer. It took me a really long time to rebrand, guys. Um, But it's been like a whole evolution. very much been my baby for a very long time. Um, but I can't thank you all enough for being with me along this journey. Of course, I have to shout out Mickey. Thank you so much for being there with me to even launch this off. So all the timing is, you know, in the plan of the universe. So I appreciate Mickey, you helping me get this off the ground and getting that groundwork in because our first few episodes, were like some of the favorite, some of my favorite episodes. So We are also celebrating today, before I get into the actual episode, um, we are also celebrating today, of course, um, we went viral and we have like over 2 million views on our reels on Instagram, which is fucking crazy to me, but it's something that I also like knew would happen. It was just going to take some time. And the reason why it's happening, you guys, is because of you. It's because of your reshares. It's because of you tagging me in your posts and sharing to your stories. This would not... Have happened if it weren't for you all spreading the word. As you know, I'm a makeup artist. I'm a makeup artist freelancer. I only started my makeup career about. Five years ago and more seriously, kind of when I moved to Atlanta. Um, and pretty much like I came with nothing. Like I'm not starting this podcast with like a huge, you know, audience. I was starting very small and we've grown from there. And of course, the Instagram has definitely taken on a life of its own. I feel like it's very own. (laughs) It's this very own entity, but I cannot thank you all enough. So please continue to share uh, the post. Make sure to take a screenshot if you love this episode and tag me and the guest. So I don't want to make this like a huge drawn out intro. I just wanted to express my gratitude for all of you who have made this year so incredible for me. I'm actually going to post a bonus episode, which is going to be pretty long. It's going to be a recording of the Instagram live that I did yesterday. So if you prefer to watch it on video, it's on my Instagram live. It's about 50 minutes. Otherwise I'm going to be posting a bonus episode, just the audio of the Instagram live where I make all of these fun announcements and I'm just going to quickly, quickly run through them. So, you know, kind of what's going on right now in my life. Uh, If you want more details, it'll be in that Instagram live and I'm going to be doing some highlights so that it's more condensed for you first announcement. Uh, we are going to be at the makeup show. Lipstick Biddies is going to be covering the makeup show as press. So if you are going to be at the makeup show, please DM me, let me know, let's meet up. If you are a brand and you want me to interview you, I'm going to be doing mini interviews of brands and other people that are attending the show. So please make sure to DM me so that I could get you on my list. I'm so excited. This is something that I put on my vision board so long ago that I wanted Lipstick Bitties to be at the show and it is happening. It is happening in like three weeks and I'm, Could not be more excited to meet you all. And we will have some special surprises at the show as well, um, which I will definitely be telling you about as the show gets closer. Second announcement is... The Facebook group is now open to everybody, guys. It is open to everybody. The only thing that you need to do is answer the entry questions and agree to the group rules. All the things that I'm talking about right now, I'm gonna put in the show notes. Um, but I really wanted to make sure that I had more connection with you all. As you know, I do meetups, I do this, I do that. But there's really no way for you all to meet each other unless I do something like this where I'm including everybody. And I don't want to be gatekeeping within lipstick biddies. And I wanted to make sure there was something without a paywall that you all were able to connect with each other and the Facebook group I felt like needed to be open to everybody. So jumping off of that, because the Facebook group is now going to be for everybody, of course we had to redo all of the Patreon perks because the Facebook group was the core of the perks for the Patreon community. If you don't know about the Patreon community, it is a subscription service which you can uh, enroll in, which is less than a price of a lipstick to support me as a small creator. Um, well, I'm going to say, big creator now, as a, as a regular creator, not small creator. Support me as a creator to make this podcast. If I did not have patrons enrolled right now, none of this would be possible. None of the things that are happening would be possible, quite honestly. So it is a great way to tangibly support me other than merch, which we will also talk about. So um, for the Patreon, just to give you a quick like taste of what it is again there, there's going to be more details in that longer um, episode but the patron perks are now going to include exclusive patron only merch so you're going to get like a nice little welcome pack with different things whichever tier you sign up for there are four tiers and you could pick whichever one is right for you some of them include all of them include bonus episodes every month which the very first one is going to be all about Instagram reels and TikToks, how to make them. And I'm going to give you guys my like formula to increase your chance of going viral and not pull your hair out because you're frustrated with making short form content. So that is going to be the very first patron only bonus episode airing in November. Um, so they all, that's what they all include. And then depending on what tier, there are also community virtual meetups. There are makeup classes and there are one-on-one mentorship calls. Make sure though, that you sign up before, The 31st, because I'm going to be giving two little extra stickers in with your merch pack only for people that enroll before the end of the month. So make sure to sign up now so you can get that little extra. And if you are currently a patron and you want to upgrade your membership to one of the higher tiers, make sure to do so before the 31st so that um, I can have all of your perks together um, and not send out multiple packages. So, again, listen to the bonus episode for all of the details with that. And I'm going to be setting up a reel um, and I'm going to be setting up a highlight on the Instagram so you guys could easily see what the breakdown is. Also, the merch is going to be going live very soon. Make sure to sign up at lipstickbitties.com to our subscription to our email list. The first people that are going to have merch access are the people that are subscribed to the email list. They're going to get a password to access the merch store as of as of October 27th, which is in two weeks, guys. So sign up for the email list and also the patrons will receive the code to get into the merch store. And everybody who has early access will have a week to shop and then it's going to be open to the general public on November 3rd. So those are two important dates that you need. Make sure to sign up for the email list and you will be in the loop for that. Lastly, last announcements before we get into this episode is... We are at 50 episodes as of today, okay? And you know that it's more than 50 episodes because I've done bonus episodes. I've done like full-length bonus episodes. I have been like toiling away with this. I don't want to say toiling away. I love doing this, but it's like a lot of work, you guys. Um, Most podcasts take a break. They take seasons. I wasn't really sure how to do it. I didn't want to take a break burning myself out of course um i'm in a pretty good space right now but i know um, coming up in october because of all the reasons that i just mentioned um including the makeup show i'm traveling for thanksgiving i'm traveling for christmas i'm not going to be able to like mentally handle the workload of the podcast so i thought it was the very perfect time to take a well-deserved break. So season one is going to be coming to an end as of mid-November. I'm still working out the like the structure of how the last couple episodes are going to be, but it's going to be mid-November or maybe the beginning of November. We'll see. I'll, I'll keep you guys updated, but basically there's going to be about six to eight weeks between... November and January and January, we're going to be back with the season two. And that's also great because I know a lot of you are tuning in for the very first time. And a lot of you who have joined recently, there are so many episodes. You guys have a lot to catch up on. <laughs> so now you'll have a good amount of time to catch up. But if you have to get your lipstick biddies fixed, like I mentioned, there's going to be bonus episodes for patrons only with the patreon subscription so if you need that lipstick bitties fix you're gonna have a bonus episode in november and december to tide you over as well as january so I know that was so many announcements. I try to make them as short as possible. I really don't know how I talk so much, even though I feel like I'm talking so fast. It still takes so long to explain everything. Um, Thank you for bearing with me. Again, I love you all. You all are fucking amazing people. And I cannot wait what the next year holds for Lipstick Biddies. And I sincerely will remember the people who have been with me since the beginning. You all have like the utmost like like amazing little, you guys have like a special piece in my heart. Okay. And don't forget it as I get busier, as I can't answer DMs as quickly. Don't forget it. I fucking love you guys. Okay. So let's get into the episode. So our guest for today's episode is D. Joseph from Crown Makeovers. You can find her on Instagram at Crown Makeovers. So we actually met on Instagram and she is a local Atlanta makeup artist. She moved here from New York, just like me. So she came to the Atlanta Biddies meetup and we really hit it off. And I wanted to interview her for the show because we have so much in common. We both moved to Atlanta without like much to go off of. Um, both of us are coming from different walks of life. So we kind of talk about our experiences moving here, the difference in clientele, how we were able to plan for our moves. Um, her recommendations, because she's also a mom, she, is, she talks about how she planned um, things that she need, needed to logistically work out, but also the faith that she had in herself and like really trusting in herself and trusting that this would work out is the most important thing that I think that I'm getting out of this episode. She also drops her hints about networking. She drops a little bit about, um, things you can do to put your name out there a little bit easily, a little bit more easily. And also guys, she's a corrections officer. (laughs) So we talk, if you like crime and true crime and shit like that, we talk a little bit about that. Um, and so, so she has like two different jobs. And also, if you didn't know, I was a criminal justice major. We have so many things in common and so many synchronicities you're going to hear in this episode. And I've talked about this before. Um, but the biggest synchronicity that I found while I was listening to this is that the day that we recorded this was the day that I posted the reel that it is has now 1.3 million views and went viral this week. And I don't think it's a coincidence. This is what I'm talking about is about synchronicity is things that you got to pay attention to and really follow your gut, follow your intuition, not be scared. This is what Dee talks about, um, not being afraid for a fresh start, okay? Um, it's a really inspirational episode. I love her. Make sure to follow her. Um, and I know you'll love it. And I cannot wait for next week's episode. Talk to you soon. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Lipstick Biddies podcast my name is Rachel I'm your host of course the head in charge the HBIC. welcome back I'm so excited to have you here and guess what I am recording this interview it is my very first in-house studio interview with a guest Woo-hoo. and I'm so excited a <laughs> little woo is my guest today Dee Joseph from Crown Makeovers hi guys How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm so good. Okay, so Dee, we met, first of all, we met through Instagram. Correct. And you came to the Lipstick Fitties Atlanta meetup, and that was the first time that I actually
1: got to, like, meet you in person. Yes, yep. So cool. Isn't the internet, like, a wonderful thing? It sure (laughs) is, like, connecting everybody (laughs) at this point. And it's so crazy. First of all, Cheers. Cheers. We're both drinking tequila because this girl
0: is after my heart. I was like, what do you want to drink? Do we want, want wine? Do we want seltzer? Do you want? She's like, tequila? She's like, yeah, tequila. I was like, perfect. I had just enough for two cocktails.
1: There we go. It was meant to be. Kismet, kismet. So, Dee, can you tell the listeners just a little bit about you and what you do? Uh, my name is Dee. I am the owner of Crown Makeovers. I am a makeup artist specializing in bridal, um, editorial, And uh, basically, whatever personal applications um, any clients might need. Um, That's my heart. (laughs) Um, But also, by day, I am Officer Joseph. So that's, I mean, it, it seems like completely different worlds, but yeah, that's, that's me. You
0: I mean, the, you couldn't get more opposite. It's so crazy. Cause when we were just talk, doing the pre-interview, first of all, Dee and I, we first like connected because we both moved to Atlanta from New York whoop
1: whoop. and where in New York are you from? I'm from Brooklyn. Born and raised? Bo- well, not born and raised. I was born <laughs> in the Caribbean, but I was oh, raised cool. in Brooklyn. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. So I'm a Brooklyn girl.
0: So uh, both of us moved to Atlanta from New York. Uh, if you're familiar with my story, I moved to Atlanta not knowing a soul. Um, uh, I, the only person actually, I, I don't think I went completely into my story, but like, uh, the only person I did know was like the couple of Bumble dates I had been on and I like <laughs> sub from one of my Bumble dates, which is like another story. Yeah, that's <laughs> how <felt> interesting. <laughs> basically, I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll tell a little, a bridge version, but basically, um, someone I had, uh, met off Bumble, like when I was here visiting, trying to decide if I was going to move here um you know I hit him up I was like hey I'm moving there do you know of anybody that needs a roommate Mm -hmm. little did I know that you can actually afford to live by yourself here (laughs) um you don't need to live with roommates but I was like immediately being like oh roommates and he was like well I'm actually subletting yeah you want and he was like well it it went completely awry never mind Resending. it was it was a it was a furnished place and basically uh and he like changed his mind like a, a week before i moved down <laughs> even though we had signed everything i was like i was like bro like please just let me stay at your place for like a month so yeah. i can like because I, I i i have nothing else up he was like fine and then mm-hmm. it just ended up being like a struggle and yeah. then there is the hurricane henry i think was like 3 years ago mm-hmm. uh, his whole like roof collapsed oh dear god <laughs> <laughs> oh no anyways that's mm-hmm. how that's how i, that's how I uh, came to be down here so did you first of all what what made you decide to move to atlanta of all places because that's like a big question that i get asked
1: i had a little pit stop um, at first in raleigh um, but the makeup scene out there was re- it was tiny microscopic Um, and Atlanta kind of has a reputation of being like the next big thing on the Mm -hmm. Eastern seaboard. You know, a lot of, uh, artists and professionals are moving here and trying to get into production and model and things of that nature. So outside of New York, Atlanta kind of is the next up and coming spot for an artist. They call it Yollywood too. Is it? Yeah. Yollywood for the film industry. (laughs) Now, you know, (laughs)
0: um, but that's like a huge, yeah, that's a huge reason why I moved here too. Mm -hmm. I felt like um what i wanted to do with work there was someone like so many opportunities with work and then also um the cost of living yeah for sure um, that part <laughs> the the like southern hospitality like yeah. having people smile at you and say hello which is something that mm-hmm. i hated in new york yeah now I love, and now when I go back to New York and, like, doors are getting, like, not held open for me, I'm like, oh, I have assimilated.
1: (laughs) You have. You are now a Georgia peach.
0: Which so
1: you, well, you said you had family here, so had you visited here, like, been down here before you moved? Yeah, I don't know if you remember, but, like, in the early 2000s, there was, like, a mass migration out of New York when, like, they were building these, like, baby mansions Mm -hmm. for, like, 100K down here. Oh. So a lot of people from the tri-state area um, actually moved to Georgia and my father um, was one of those people a couple um aunts and my grandmother. So I've had family down here and I've visited. Um I never really considered moving down here um until like college. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a boyfriend and he moved here and we were like we're going to marry. I'm going to move. <laughs> um but sorry that was a very diabolical know. like wow i'm so
0: fucked up this is why i can't do bridal guys because i'm like oh, right. yeah. literally college, you know your college boyfriend yeah. huh? not I'll bless your heart and all of
1: you that married your high school sweethearts for real we love you it is a rarity nowadays but yeah so that fizzled um so i never ended up actually coming down here and living so it was just great, you know, now that I'm older, now that I'm able to, to make more independent choices to say, yes, this is where I want to be. This is where I want to try to, like, put down roots. Yeah. So. Isn't that crazy? Like, I never felt like I wanted to put down roots ever until I moved here. Wow. It says a lot, though. Like, New yeah. York is like a hustle bustle state. You know, it's tons of competition. It's, it's grind, grind, grind. And, you know, like, as we get older, like, you want to be somewhere where you can grow your business. Because there's still a market for it, and you have the opportunity to actually have um, work-life balance. So that's the key. Yeah,
0: and it's yeah, it's so funny that you say like grind, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. Um, I I did a I've done a couple podcast episodes about this about networking how I felt like I was able to really quickly um, grow my business within like the first I feel like year and a half mm-hmm. two years of living here. Um, I feel like I've done here what I hadn't done in New York, and yeah. I, you know, I've been trying to build my business for like three years. Um, you've been here for a year. How would you say, like, how would you say your your like growing your business is going and like connecting with
1: people? Is it hasn't it been like easy, hard, like I learning. I'm not as outgoing as you. I don't know. It's, it's the worst thing when you're like an introverted makeup artist. <laughs> yeah. you know? Like what? So many of us are though. I know. That's why my
0: that's why my account is so successful because yeah. not many people are willing to make assholes of themselves on yeah, Instagram.
1: You're brave. <laughs> you are so brave, and I love your content. Uh,
0: thank you.
1: Yeah. So I mean, what I started doing was you know just making sure that I was um, online, making sure that I still maintained my internet presence. Um, And one of the things that I did uh, within like six months or so is just trying to get my Google listing, Mm -hmm. Um, just doing some research and and making sure that people had an easy way to get reviews. I have a backstory, though. So initially in New York, I was getting a lot of clients from Yelp oh that was like Like yelp
0: is not a thing here
1: it's not yeah it really is not and beyond that the hard way oh my god i was like trying to find places off yelp and then Mm -hmm. i was going there i was like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is not it (laughs) it's not it so because yelp wasn't really much of a thing down here and i had a bad experience with them where like they deleted a bunch of my reviews and stuff like Mm -hmm. that um i was like okay i'm gonna have to find another way so I just did the Google listing, and I made sure to work on making sure I got reviews, and that's how business started picking up. So I actually, I you're the first person, and this is like very like
0: oh like <laughs> obviously moment. Um, I had no idea that you could make your own Google listing. Yeah. I don't know about like why I was like oh it just was there.
1: So basically, so
0: you is it free or do it's you have free. to like post it? Oh, it's free? It's free, free
1: ninety nine. So, and if you don't have a website, they even have an opportunity for you to create, like, a one-pager that just, like, showcases your business. Okay. So, Google is pretty sweet, actually. It is. Okay, this is going to be our challenge for this week, because I'm going to do it.
0: Make a Google listing for your business. Yep. Um, Because it's funny that you said the reviews and everything because people have asked me where can I leave a review and I'm like, you
1: can leave a podcast on review? Like,
0: I don't know where, I don't know where to like leave reviews nowadays because yeah. it's like, I'm not on the knot or like, you know, anything like that. I'm moving out of bridal. So really... Other than Yelp, I guess I just didn't think of Google listing. Yeah. So you've found, like, a lot of people have found
1: you off of that. Most. And actually... That's crazy. Okay, so
0: I really need to get... biddies, we'll all get
1: on this. We're all yes. getting on this. <laughs> now, it is, like, a, a bit of a convoluted process in the, in the sense that you do set up your business um, on their platform, um, and they do have to verify your location. So you have to wait for them to, like, mail you something, oh, and then okay. you put in the code... Ooh. And then you go live.
0: Yeah, but that's a, that'll take like not not too long. Yeah, so that's like two weeks. It's yeah. So okay. So everybody, everybody who's listening, make sure to if you don't already have a Google listing. What do you say? It was free free ninety nine. Free ninety nine. I've never heard that, but I want to use that all the time now. Free ninety nine, guys. So yes. Please go do that. I'm going to be doing that, um, and then I'm going to be hounding all you viddy's for reviews. Yes. <laughs> just like uh, I'm going to start. I'm going to change the intro, being like. You know, rate, <laughs> review, and subscribe, and also please rate my makeup business. <laughs> <laughs> Why
1: so, not? Why I mean, not? all of it.
0: You know what though? Like, I, I have enough people, uh, like loyal clients that would go back and like write a review, like, mm-hmm. no problem. People, once you make a lasting impression, like I've had people do that to me too, being like, oh, like hey, like this and that. Can you please write? Yeah, of course. I don't care. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I know how much it. I know how much it helps businesses out.
1: Oh yeah, and then the cool thing is too, they list you on maps. They list you on Google Maps. So, like, if somebody's, like, Googling makeup artists near me, your business is going to pop up for your location. Yeah. So, I have, like, over, like, 5,000 or so um, map views just from last month.
0: So, I guess people have been so focused on Instagram and they Mm. forget stuff like Google where... This is just, this makes, this all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you're saying, and you also said to me that you get more business off of Google than you do mm-hmm. Instagram right now. Yeah. Because right?
1: what the average person that's not like tech savvy and into apps and stuff like that, we're talking about people that maybe be in their upper thirties and beyond that don't really get on Instagram much. Yeah. They're not going to intuitively think, okay, let me go on Instagram and Google makeup. You know what I right. mean? Right. But... Right. Google, on the other hand, yeah. everybody runs to Google. Which so. honestly,
0: depending on your clientele, like maybe you want like people that are in their 30s uh, mm-hmm. or older. I mean, it, you know, we go over like, I've talked about like rates and pricing and all this stuff. It really, it really does depend on your market. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, sometimes I feel like younger people are not willing to pay what I want to get paid. Yeah. So once you get into that more like young professional, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 30s. Oh yeah, people are like
1: they're set running. up, and
0: they're not like trying to joke
1: around. Anymore. Yeah, and, like, they <laughs> and they come back.
0: And <laughs> they come back. Exactly. Best part. I get. Yeah, I. I'm gonna have to do that. And I do. I do get a lot of business off of Instagram. Uh, but Instagram is actually how you found lipstick videos. It correct? sure is. So what? What did you like? did you stumble upon like a reel or did you find like the podcast i'm always so curious to see like how people like <laughs>
1: yeah so i actually follow a couple hashtags like atlanta makeup mm. artists and things of that nature and like i'll just scroll through mm-hmm. and i think um one of your posts popped up okay um in that hashtag search mm-hmm. and i found you i liked you and i was like oh i'm following her <laughs> yeah and it all worked out really well because then we have the meet up right after you connected. Mm-hmm. And that was like perfect. Yeah. Um,
0: and you're also one of my patrons, which I'm really, really excited to have you.
1: And I'm excited to support.
0: Yes! Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, like it, it means so much. And I, I, the more people that join, like now that I have like a solid, like solid group of people, like I'm going to be adding more perks, nice. which I'm really excited about. Um, But it's all because of the people that are supporting me. So like, you know, every, mm-hmm. every person that signs up, I'm like so appreciative. Yeah. Uh It's, it's, you know, when you're building your business, yeah. uh, building a reputation for yourself, it's like crazy when people start actually like noticing that and like mm-hmm. wanting to support
1: you. So, yeah. and the meetup was amazing. Like, I honestly, yeah, it was fun. To anyone that missed it, it was such an amazing meeting. It was like like minds. The, <laughs> like everyone's spirit was just so pure, and it was about like sharing information and getting to know each other. It was beautiful. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was just really
0: happy because. I've been to networking events before and like sometimes it's clicky Mm -hmm. um, or people are just, you know, they're just like, you know, introverted, but like can't be like taken out of their shell.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like it was a big, it was a really good turnout, but it was also small enough like the everything just like kind of worked out because like the place where we had it was a brewery and there was like long picnic tables yeah. so we were all able to fit at one of those big picnic tables and all have one conversation mm-hmm. instead of it being like broken up um, and I guess it's just like because of the community that I'm fostering here yeah. it's, it's about like fuck it like you know like mm-hmm. have fun put yourself out there yeah. and I'm just happy that um, I'm able to connect with people like you and all the other babies who came which you know I raved about this like it was so much fun <laughs> it was it um, was so talking about like putting your putting yourself out there um a lot of people um it's it's rare to find someone like you similar to me where uh you just kind of like packed up and moved mm-hmm. was there like a was there like a defining moment for you that you were like, "I gotta move"? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from New
1: York, and like, what was that like for you? Um, to me, I just felt like, and I, I, I'm a Brooklyn girl. I still have my three four seven number. <laughs>
0: okay, I'm not. Yes. Uh huh. It will
1: be with me forever, ever, ever. My six three one. Yeah, like. But the thing is, though, living in New York, however, is very cutthroat. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's it's again so much competition because everybody wants to have that New York experience. So yeah. having grown up there, it was like, okay, but I want green pastures now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't wanna walk outside and smell garbage. I want, you know, I want oh, yeah, the hard harka. Oh, oh yeah. The rats and the subway <laughs> system, you know. Um, so and the attitude. It was kinda like, yeah. I don't want you to get ahead of me, so I'm gonna like gatekeep and things like that. Um, and I just find that in other areas, it's not like that. Yeah. You know, and if it might be, it's not to that degree. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to be somewhere where I can feel like I'm, I'm breathing fresh air that I can grow my business. I can meet like Mm minds and like the spirit is right. Right. Yeah. The vibe.
0: I really came into my own when I moved here. Yeah. I
1: will say. And like,
0: especially when I was. Uh, home for, I was home for a month and I got to see all my friends and I got to have the New York city meetup, which was awesome because mm-hmm. I got to meet some of the New York city biddies. Nice. Um, and it was a lot of my friends and family mm-hmm. said that I like, I looked different, looked happier, looked oh, lighter. Wow. Um, you know, I feel like there's so much pressure also in New York, at least I felt, and I think it was more, um, I think it was like, now that I went back there, I think it was less, like, pressure of, like, strangers, Mm -hmm. but pressure of, like, the people that I was surrounding myself with to look a certain way, to act a certain way, to go to certain places and be seen and all, like, that whole thing. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like L.A. And not to, like, rag on New York City because anyone that I talk to that wants to move there, I encourage it. Because if you have a, like, fire in you to, like, live in New York City or L.A. and one Mm -hmm. of those, like, fucking do it. Yeah. Go do it. You'll move eventually.
1: Yeah. <laughs> People don't like. Not a
0: forever. You're like, it's not no, but like you, like go. I mm-hmm. had the time of my life when I was there. Like I went to school in Maryland, and then I, um, yeah, I was, oh. I
1: was. I did too. Like <laughs> <laughs> my weird, my weird. Where, where? I went to Loyola in Baltimore. Okay, this
0: is really weird.
1: So the okay. like, guy I is.
0: I, crazy. you're doing like the pre-interview because we didn't even get into this you also you're a corrections officer i am and i was a criminal justice major <laughs> and we both moved from new york to atlanta uh-huh. uh and we, you know criminal justice background and now now we know that we both went to school in maryland <laughs> this is weird yeah
1: like so, the stories get so similar after a while. Like it's crazy. That's like, so
0: weird. Well, I have I I have not met many makeup artists that had mm-hmm. any sort of like inclination for uh, like criminal justice, like that kind of path. I know, it's so so, random. so yeah. what brought you brought brought you to do that, and how are? You, How do you balance that? Because I feel like a lot of the people that I do have on here are people that like only are doing makeup or only doing content Mm -hmm. creating. Like, how are you balancing it? Which one do you like more? Like, tell me, tell me more about
1: this. Well, makeup will always be my first love. I, you know, it's, it's therapeutic for me. I Mm -hmm. I think I mentioned that to you in a pre-interview. Like, I love doing makeup. I love enhancing people's days and, you know, being a part of their special moments. Because I do still do um, bridal makeup. That's Mm -hmm. my, that's my forte. Yeah. But... It's, it's a beautiful thing to be a part of um being an officer however lets me express another side of myself I did mention I was introverted but I'm also a stickler for things I don't know if it's the Leo in me or whatever oh you're a Leo that's how we get yeah. a lot of Libra okay. okay so you know we we all were are all about organization mm-hmm. and process and things of that nature and and the makeup actually fuels like my creative side Mm -hmm. and I get to express something deep within me. So both of them kind of pair together. I do find that at times it is difficult balancing between a full-time job and a business. Um, One of the things that I will advise people to do um, if they are thinking about moving here and they need to establish themselves first, just get something that's flexible for you. Um, Something that, you know, will honor your time (laughs) that you can maybe do as a 1099, even better. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're not stuck clocking in somewhere. But um, for me, it was important to do that because I do have a kid. I have a yes, I have a, um, a five year old. I love my little boy. Oh, what's his um, name? Elijah.
0: Elijah, cute. Yeah.
1: Um, so I got to make sure that he's taken care of, but I also yeah. want to grow my business as well. So, yeah. um, and criminal justice—the field is wide open down here. They are always hiring. Mm-hmm. So it's it's—I wouldn't say it's easy to get into, but once you're in, like you can actually have a stable income and use that to flourish in other avenues, other areas it's- of your life. So how does that work for you with uh, scheduling,
0: like makeup clients? Mm-hmm. Do you have a set schedule? Or are you able to like take off? Like, what if you were to get called like next weekend or like one day that you mm-hmm. uh, were scheduled to work and you were going to get a client?
1: How so, does that work? Well, the cool thing is, um, for the most part, clients actually book me a whiles out from their appointment date, so I'm able to just basically look at my schedule, see what I have mm-hmm. going on, and this is why it's important to network. Because even if someone books through me, mm-hmm. um, I can still say, hey, this client um, made a deposit with me, um, they're available on such and such date, but I'm going to give you the client because yeah. I can't fulfill you know, that date. Um, the cool thing is I do have a set schedule, so I know when I'm available. Mm-hmm. And I try to update that on my website. Mm-hmm. So, again, making sure things are organized. Yeah. <laughs> Using your calendar and making sure that, you know, it doesn't impede your business or impede your job. Mm-hmm. And push come to shove. If I do have to call out or I do have to um, request a day in advance, so long as you have the time, you can do yeah. it. You know, so that's... It's, it's pretty cool.
0: So how, so now I know you have, you, so you have basically have three jobs because you're also a mom. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm so bad with this because um, I don't have kids. My mm-hmm. friends have, I have a lot of friends with kids now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm turning 33 in a month. Um, a lot of my friends have kids. Um, so I never know, like when someone says their kid is five, I have no idea what a five year old would look like or what they're capable of. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> you know, oh my God. five Five is when they're in, preschool
1: um no kindergarten, five, kindergarten.
0: okay okay it was yeah. close okay i'm getting better
1: kindergarten the first grade <laughs> depending on where their birthday is but yeah a five-year-old they're very handsy i have a closet for all my like makeup stuff mm-hmm. and he knows like that's the no zone no, no. Anywhere <laughs> because like kids have a natural inclination to just want to like Play with try things. stuff and finger paint and things yeah. of that nature and yeah. my son thinks he's an artist mm-hmm. very good artwork for a five-year-old <laughs> very good artwork um gets it from his mom right, you know but yeah don't touch my stuff <laughs> i love you babe but don't touch my stuff
0: i remember my sister jenna she uh they got into like I don't even know, like some project, like black construction paper, and Mm -hmm. ate the black construction paper, and we have the pictures, (laughs) (laughs) like looking like the, I don't even know, like eight, like eight garbage, it was bad, so. So what is, like, what are you finding is the difference in the clientele uh, in Atlanta versus New York, whether it's like either the demeanor or like the style preferences, are you like noticing big differences there?
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about it. (laughs) Right. In New York, it's all about like glam. I was doing a lot of cut creases in mm. New York. A lot of glitter, a lot of pigments, a lot of, you know, emphasizing the eyes. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Brazilian makeup. Okay. Like you okay, seen how okay. it's flared and yes, yes. drama. Yeah. But um, down here, everyone that I've had, they've all gravitated towards like the natural look which great i can bang that out no problem but you know sometimes on camera it doesn't read as well as something that's more glam Mm -hmm. and has more depth with darkness Mm -hmm. around the eyes Mm -hmm. um so and these are for your brides or like special events or special i get more special Special events events. okay yeah so people that have like um like a wedding to attend right (laughs) you know or or birthday party so Marketing those kinds of pictures have been harder because they're they're very natural. Yes, people like natural down here. Yes, but it's like I can't really show like the depth without Mm -hmm. more contour things of that nature because they still want to look like themselves. It's, and in New York, they don't care.
0: It's so funny, though, because, like, I... It's, like, the opposite for mm-hmm. me, because in New York, I was doing a lot of, like, women on the Upper East Side, ladies who mm. lunch, like, okay. that want to just look like they are refreshed, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, the, like they don't want to look like they're wearing makeup. They just want to look like, ooh, what did she do? You yeah. know kind of thing? That was what I did a lot of. And then I moved here, and... It's a lot of like I mean when I was working at the mall it was mm-hmm. either glam or like these like older older women that like didn't <laughs> know
1: like have you ever worked in retail like I I did where uh, it was, you don't have to say well no it's okay but, it was like a small stand at a mall actually okay in Brooklyn okay um and the lady I worked for she actually sold well the whole range of like cosmetics products mm-hmm. but she also did glitters.
0: Mm -hmm. so
1: yeah her clients were into it so when I was in retail
0: um before I quit my retail job so I actually so we were talking um we were talking earlier about like setting up a job so um I set up a job I actually got a job before I came down here at Chanel um and then I moved down here um, and you got the job at the corrections facility. Yes. What made you choose? Is it because you have, like, more of the job security? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's, like, the only thing that sucks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, Turn around and dealing with customers. Although I have to deal with a different type of customer. Yeah. Um, it's, it's in a controlled setting, so it's not too bad.
0: What kind of inmates do you have? All kinds. All kinds? They don't, so, like, I violent mean, offenders
1: or, like... Yeah. Or I, I deal f- with people that are murderers, yeah. rapists, molesters, all, I, the whole gambit. And I, yeah, after I got out of the training program, like, I've mainly been working with the men. I, I work on the male floor. So, you know, it's, it's having a walk into a housing unit with, like, 32 <laughs> grown wow. men and then instructing them. That's what I like to say. Instructing them on what to do. Oh, my gosh. And having a commanding presence to do it.
0: Has there, can you, like, tell, like a like, a story, like,
1: like, any, like, crazy event that it, like, happened? Are you like Dude, uh <laughs> What I could tell you, but no, they probably, like, like, why is she out here giving us, giving, telling our business? No, but, like, you see it all. Like, you, you know, I try to be the officer that, God forbid, somebody I know's family member got locked up in mm-hmm. my facility. Mm-hmm. I want to be the type of officer that that person would feel comfortable going and saying, hey, I need help. yeah. Um, or I need this, I need medical attention, you know, and trying to make sure that they get it, Yeah, you know, whether they need to be moved for their safety or whatever else. I try to be that kind of officer, you know, the job is difficult. Um, but I would say one of the craziest things I've seen is just people being shanked. Oh. I know I yeah. Um I remember I walked onto a floor and it was like one guy in the corner bleeding, another <laughs> one inside the housing unit bleeding. Like what they show on Oz is real life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people think that it's like it couldn't possibly no, it's even at the jail, because when I'm yeah. not in a prison.
0: Yeah.
1: Even at the jail, that's real life. Wow. People are getting harassed sexually. Yeah. People are getting um coerced and people are getting stabbed i hate oh to gosh. say it like it's, it's dangerous yeah so
0: well how do you feel that your skills as a correction officer has like, <laughs> translated to your makeup job um there really has enough, to be some overlap. there has
1: to be right well and i would say this is just part and parcel with my personality anyway i'm pretty good at if there's a problem I can find a solution or at least work towards finding a solution. So like that kind of skill set overlaps. Like if I'm on set, for instance, and, you know, we need this or that for the the model for the shoot, you know, just being able to think off the top of your head, like, what do I have? How can I use it? with makeup. Um very much the same in the jail. Like I don't have access to this right now, but I can work on it. Let me contact mm-hmm. this person, they might know, and then you know, finding a way to get to the root of their problem and solving it. Kinda like the reel that I posted today, like, <laughs> I didn't get a chance to see that yet. <laughs> and, and so if you're listening to this now, today it was the day that I
0: posted the uh what does it mean? When like <laughs> when like clients are asking for like a red lip but not red, red mm. or like a smoky eye but
1: natural yeah uh, oh my god I had that happen (laughs) I had that happen before I had a client come to me and I was like well what are you going for and she was like well you know I don't really know I said well do you want I mean you're going out you're going to an event it's nighttime. do you want a smoky eye I gave her a smoky eye and Mm -hmm. she was like no this is too much and I'm like dude there's like a mirror right there you could have told me that um but I just, you know, said I'll take it off and we'll yeah. work with whatever you want. But it yeah. ended up being a regular, like, pink yeah, with frosty yeah. inner corner, you know. So I'll, it overlaps, the skill sets.
0: Yeah, that's something I learned a lot of when I was working uh, at the studio, the makeup studio that I worked at in Soho very quickly is, like, it's our jobs to be, like, a little bit of a detective mm-hmm. and, like, figure out what someone wants. And even if they have a picture, really dissecting the picture. And oh, yeah. I've, I've done a whole podcast episode on it with Diana Hovnissian. So you can go back and listen to the full episode. But, like, just like kind of like a couple points that we brought up on that. You know, like if someone says, uh, shows you, you know, says that they don't normally wear makeup oh, and yeah. then they show you a picture of like a very dramatic, smoky eye or like a cut crease. Mm-hmm. Us as makeup artists being like, okay, so like, this is very dark. This is very dramatic. I always say, let's start somewhere in the middle. And then we can always make it, we could always bump it up. We could always make it a little bit more dramatic. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of going straight in with like the gel uh, wing (laughs) liner, starting with just smudging it at the lash line Mm -hmm. and just seeing if they even like having that darkness because even like something like a liner is like a lot for some people so once you put that on you're like okay so what do you think they're like oh that's a lot I'm like okay so like yeah so we're not going to go there with like Mm -hmm. the you know wing liner oh of course so it's just it's important to really like be a detective with that um do you like I usually find that like clients that have pictures usually it's a little bit easier to figure out what they want what is your favorite makeup to do if, like, you were going to go do, like, a test shoot
1: and have, like, full creative control? What would you do? It'd have to be colorful. I'm Caribbean. Yes. <laughs> it has to be colorful. It yes. has to be something that's vibrant, something that's, um, that's out there. Like, uh-huh. I was looking at this picture yeah. while you were making the drink. This uh-huh. picture she has on the wall. Um, it's of this beautiful model. And she has, like, paint splatter on her face. Mm-hmm. Like, around, centered more around the eyes. But something like that that's, like, artsy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I also like boudoir. I did that in, um, in Raleigh in North Carolina for a little bit, um, helped out. It's big down here too. Isn't you can it? hook up with a, yeah, there's a
0: lot of boudoir photographers. Yeah. So I like that on. too, but it's hard to get in with them. We actually just like a couple episodes ago, maybe last month, we did one with Rachel, um, Rachel Austin Boxley and she did, she was doing a lot of boudoir at the time mm. um it's hard to get in with a photographer once you're in like it's a good like steady stream of clients okay um I really want to do a boudoir shoot just like myself yeah. like I've been wanting and then I'll I'll hang it up right, yeah. <laughs> right in between my work so I love it um have you ever gotten to do like a boudoir shoot for yourself I haven't I'm not brave
1: enough yeah. I know. I, I think am. you got it. You're beautiful too. I feel like Thank you, could, you Have you ever done like modeling or anything like that? I have not. Well, in like school fashion shows and stuff like that, but nothing professionally. We'll have to do. We'll have to do a day when like you come by and we'll
0: like do each other's makeup. Oh yeah, so down. That'd be so fun. Mm-hmm. I even thought about this. Biddy's like um now that I'm doing in-house interviews, it'd be really fun to like depending on how much time my guest has, but like. Part of the interview, where we like maybe like a bonus clip of like doing the either the guest doing my makeup or me doing the guest makeup. Mm-hmm. Do like a signature fun. style swap. Uh huh. That would be dope. But it's also like a commitment, <laughs> and everybody is donating their time to be my guest. By the way, yes. um and I'm like, yeah, come spend three hours with me. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll provide
1: the alcohol. You understand? They're I'll supportive. get some pizza. Like let's do it. i down. <laughs> I'd be down. As I said, I love all things makeup.
0: So, what would you say, because I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people are really nervous to, like, make changes in their lives. Was there anyone, like, was there anyone that was, like, discouraging you from moving here? Or, like,
1: making you doubt your decisions uh yeah (laughs) a lot especially when I was adamant about moving to New York everything happened very quickly it was scary it was like okay where are you going why are you going there because I said the first pit stop was Raleigh yes um before Atlanta but I'm one of those people like I'm not tethered to any one place unless I've decided to be tethered there so Uh I think also going to school out in Maryland and knowing that you can pick up and move somewhere and start from scratch and build a life because I've already done it. I wasn't afraid of it. Yeah, you know, and and there is a life on the other side of fear. Like I mm. listen to motivational speeches on YouTube, and I love Les Brown and T. D. Mm. Jakes and people like that. And it's like your destiny is on the other side of fear, and if you fail, it was a lesson. Take what you need from it and apply to the next step in your journey. So, you know, everything is not going to be perfect all the time, but you keep on moving forward. Guess what? You're going to be miles ahead from where you started. So,
0: oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that. I mm-hmm. love that. That's awesome. It's it's really hard to pull that out of someone if it's not innately in you. Maybe it's not like awakened yet. Like you yeah. know, some people need to do the work and it's like it's innately in everybody. Uh, But some people aren't willing to like tap into that part of themselves because, yeah, because they're scared. And um, I admire you also because a lot of, you know, a lot of people like make excuses and I always am the first one to say that I have Mm -hmm. the luxury of... Not being married, not having any kids, not Mm -hmm. having a house.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I have the luxury of, and I could do my job wherever I wanted to. So when I was tired of New York, I was just like, fuck it, I could go wherever (laughs) I want to. Exactly, roll out. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, like there's plenty of people in the same situation as me that will make excuses, but then like, you know, a lot of people feel like they're held back because they do have children Mm and feel like they can't like uproot or do things. So like, what would you say to like people that, you know, kind of have those like innate commitments?
1: I would say, you know, it, preparation is the key. You know, before you move somewhere, that's why I, it was important for me to have a job. Right. Just like you saying, um, you made sure you secured Chanel.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, secure the job first. And then, you know, for interviewing and things of that nature, there's always Airbnb, things that you can do quickly um, to make sure that you got that. <laughs> yes. And then once you have your starting date, you know sublet you know look to see about roommates things of that nature that are temporary until you can ground yourself it's a process it's scary but if you really take the time to like think about it and plan it out you know there might be hiccups here and there like you said about yeah yeah you know don't find uh, your don't (laughs) find your (laughs) bumble not a bumble (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> but permitted that even going through that, that you you just know that you keep on working on on stabilizing yourself, you're gonna get there eventually. And it's gonna be hard, it's gonna be scary, it's gonna be like, did I make the right decision? But you just have to be grounded in the decision that you made. If you I don't know if um there are biddies out there that have like, you know, deep spirituality or anything like yeah, that. But spiritual. Yeah. If you feel like in your soul, like this is not it. You feel like you're weighed down. Like, you can't properly express yourself. You're not happy. There's nothing like a change of environment to kind of refresh you. And people underestimate the power of a new environment, like... Don't stay somewhere and you're miserable. The, I mean, it, this country is massive. And the best thing about it is you don't need a passport or a permit to move to another state. You can just get up and go. Yeah. So there's nothing holding you back but fear itself. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's amazing. Yes. And it's like, uh, it's so good to hear it from someone else. Because it's just like, yeah, a lot of
0: people were like, when I moved, they were like, oh, that's so, like, brave of you. And I'm mm-hmm. like, but, like, but, I'm like, I guess, I guess so. But it's also, like, it's it doesn't require, like, bravery. You just have to be, like, confident in yourself. Yeah. And, like, and just, like, be confident. Like, yeah, we're making mm-hmm. this decision that's happening. Let's go. Like, guess it's it not is. like I'm, like slaying a dragon I'm just fucking moving it's yeah not, like when it, it comes down to it it's not that it's like you know it's not mm-hmm. that big video but like you know even when I first moved here I this is my fourth apartment mm-hmm. in three years mm-hmm. uh, happens. and yeah for like various reasons and like the energy was just never right and like mm-hmm. my last and then this place now I have two bedrooms everything cha- as soon as I moved here um so this podcast used to be called dirty self makeup podcast and then I was and then I rebranded and it took me so long to rebrand because I could not think of a name Mm. and I was trying to think of a name when I was living in that other apartment everything was cloudy as soon as I moved here and as soon as it was unpacked it fucking came to me oh wow and so that's like a lot of like your environment can be blocking all those like Massive creative without shifts doubt.
1: without a doubt for
0: you, and like just um, I, I did. There's going to be a podcast coming up before, uh, after or this. Is there's a podcast I recorded before this episode, but it'll be airing soon. Um, and we kind of talk about like personal development and stuff like that. And like, mm-hmm. even if you're not like you know spiritual or like have a spiritual practice, you could still like be mindful, yeah. How you know, a lot of people are intimidated and think that they have to do all these things. Like being mindful and taking time for yourself is sometimes as simple as taking five minutes in the morning to Mm -hmm. have your coffee in silence or on your, if you enjoy nature on your patio Mm -hmm. and that five minutes like compiled over, you know, time will make a difference in your like overall mood Mm -hmm. and will shift things. And, um, yeah, if you're like ever, just like what you said, like, don't be, don't be scared. Things will sort out, especially if it's like meant to be. And yeah. like both of us, both of you and I are like walking, talking, testimonies. Yeah, testimonies of it. And like also from two very different backgrounds and mm-hmm. walks of life, yeah. you, you know, just because you, you know, like you don't have any, like you had, you had family support when you moved mm-hmm. here. I had no family support when we moved here, mm-hmm. but you have a child. Yeah. I don't have a child. So there's like different things, different things working against both of us mm-hmm. and for both of us. But both of us were able to make it work. And what do like? Do how do you feel now? Like that you've been
1: here. I feel like it was the absolute right decision. I feel like, first of all, I know it's the right decision every day, twice a day, sunrise and sunset, because the way the sky lights up—magenta, yellow, purple. It's so pretty. The way it's beautiful. I mean, I'll be going to and from work sometimes, or going to a client, and I'm like, God, you know, God is good. Yeah you know just having faith and just saying you know what this was it if i get to, to drive i might not be having a great day but look at this view yeah i'm right. like yeah this is this is where i'm supposed to be <laughs> I love that. so
0: yes Well, I think we'll like kind of start wrapping it up there because it's like, that's such a high note to (laughs) name on. Uh, But you know, we can't, of course we can't end the episode without playing Would You Rather. It's not a Lipstick Biddy's episode Mm -hmm. if we don't play Would You Rather. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought of this one because we're both from New York Mm -hmm. and we actually haven't talked about food. Uh, The food scene here is Mm -hmm. a little uh, dismal for me. Like, (laughs) I don't know how you Mm. feel about it, but like, I cannot, I cannot take it anymore. Um, When I went home, I ate all the things, all oh, the
1: things. I could believe it.
0: And um, I think you know, I am gluten free, but I have had um, you know glutenous items in my time. Also, if I'm drunk, I will. I have been known to like <laughs> eat, 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 eat a normal slice of pizza in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Let's be mm-hmm. real about this, because at least I don't have celiac. Anyways, mm-hmm. that's a little background. So I wanted to <laughs> wanted to know: Would you rather right now? Um, mm-hmm. What would you rather have? Um, a New York
1: bagel or a New York slice of pizza? Oh, pizza. Pizza. Without a doubt. What's your favorite pizza? Pepperoni. Pepperoni. And it, I mean, like, I'm in love with the, like, dollar slices because they're, like, perfectly thin, perfectly <laughs> cheesy, and it, it just hits the spot. Yeah. It's the right size. It's the mm-hmm. whole meal. Mm-hmm. So, a New York slice of pizza. Uh, we, we sometimes take, like, pizza and bagels, like, on the flight mm-hmm.
0: to, to L.A. when we would go visit our family in California. Um, And there's actually a bagel place uh, called Emerald City Bagels in East Atlanta Village, owned by people from Long Island, Suffolk County. And so actually, they have apparently the best bagels. I don't know because I I haven't eaten them because of the gluten. But they have the best cream cheese spread. They have like blueberry cream cheese. They have toasted almond and fig cream
1: cheese. It It is the shit. Oh, my God. Like, I'm licking my lips, like, just talking about it. The good thing is we're going to
0: dinner after this. Yes. So, um, D, it was so nice having you. Thank you. I'm so excited we got to know each other better. I feel like this is, like, a start of a very, like, good friendship. I I agree. 100%. And we're we're going out to eat after this, so it's not going to end. But um, (laughs) before we end the episode, um, do you have any, like, final words of advice, parting words, and um, for the listeners, and if you want to let our listeners know where they can find you on social or anything
1: else you want to say? Yeah. Like my number one advice is trust your instincts, trust your heart. Um, if you're listening to lipstick biddies, then you're probably inclined to artistry. Mm-hmm. So really dig deep and find out what that passion is and, and just let go. like, everybody's limitations on you, your own self limitations, just let it go and just vibe, find where you belong, find what you need to do to get to where you need to be and trust yourself, trust the universe. So, and then you can find me at crown makeovers. (laughs) I'm on Instagram um, and that's makeovers with an S at the end and my website, www.crownmakeovers.com and that's it i'm just so thankful to be here thank you for inviting me rachel i appreciate it like this was a dope experience yeah. and i'm so glad i found you on instagram Aww. shout that's out to so those cool. hashtags hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah yeah so. yeah
0: never underestimate and never underestimate the power of networking like go, go to those networking events even if you don't know anybody <laughs> yeah i <laughs> uh, just mm-hmm. go just go that's the whole point of them you could be and you could be you can end up on the stick videos or like going to dinner with me or having drinks with me. You never know what doors are open. Um, but yeah, thank you again, Dee. And, uh, we will talk to you all next week.